girls are looking for a dinner date movie, well, do I have the suggestion for you. Welcome back to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. As you all know, we have been taking Rob Zombie and Eli Roth's movies and battling them head-to-head to see who is the king of the splat pack. On this episode, we will be discussing Eli's Green Inferno, released in 2013. The one thing I love about both of these directors is how their love for horror is loud. Eli has openly stated that his film Cabin Fever is just a love letter to the Evil Dead, a film that holds a close place in his heart. Another film that he loves to praise is Cannibal Holocaust, a gritty cannibal found footage film. If you were to go back and watch Cannibal Holocaust, there's a scene where researchers find a film reel of said found footage. Want to know what the name was written on that reel label? The Green Inferno. That beautiful attention to detail is one of the countless examples of how Roth has paid it forward to the genre we all love, and for that, I thank him. In the process of researching this movie, I've learned some incredible facts that I didn't know beforehand, so I can't wait to share them with you all. So buckle up, everybody. This plane is going down. Without any further introduction, here is our take on The Green Inferno. Boom! Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey. And back again for another week, clapping them cheeks, the best producer in the whole wide world, Mr. Ozark Mark. Mark, what is going on down there? Um, nothing. We are just here. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's the fantastic Sloppy Horror Podcast right up in your ass. And we are back here once again for round two of our little battle we got going on here between Mr. Eli Roth and Mr. Robert Zombert. We are in Mr. Eli Roth's corner here once again. One, two, three in the place to be. And what movie, what movie is it in case for anyone who does not know or is randomly just started right now? What do we got? Sometimes that happens. Your podcast, like you're playing one and then it'll go into like... There's not always a rhyme or reason, dude. It, it will. It just hops into a random like episode that you... I don't know. It's weird. But if that's happened to you folks, what you're about to hear is uh. that and Eli Roth's Green Inferno. Now, we hadn't picked any Eli Roth movies before, which is kind of strange. I don't know why. We I like his movies, but we just hadn't got into any. So for the season, we had free range. We had covered Rob Zombie, so we only had a select few we were left with. But when we're thinking about some fucked up movies... We had to go right into the Green Inferno. But before we do, folks, I have to let you guys know. For each of you dedicated listeners, we appreciate you so much. And we do not want to be a show that's watered down with advertisements, plugs. and I just don't think we'd be good at selling Manscaped and stuff. I think we'd get fired from whatever sponsors we would have. So that being said, the way we stay afloat here is we give out bonus content. And in order to get this bonus content, you pay a small fee. And to do that, that's on Patreon.com slash Sloppy Horror. Very little, from $3 a month to $20 a month, whatever you guys feel. But it definitely helps us out greatly and if you don't that's okay too we appreciate you having you here each and every week now we got all these greetings out of the way what we need to talk about is people eating some people dude mark there's not many movies that cover people eating people all right and maybe it's implied maybe you get some silence of the lamb shit going on like hey i eat people but is he actually really eating people in front of you bro there's eyeballs being eaten in this movie. There's tongues being eaten in this movie. It's pretty wicked. Now, have you seen this before? Was this your first time seeing this? Yeah. 
Oh, man. that's. I've known about it for a long time. I just never watched it. I feel like you laughed a couple times. I did laugh multiple times. Well, that makes me happy because <laughs> it, it makes me laugh. And I, I guess, honestly, if we need a synopsis here, well, I mean, that's what we do here. We got to throw down a synopsis for each and every one of these folks. I don't know. Sometimes you don't know about movies. Sometimes you do. But I'm going to give you a quick little wrap up. So what's nice about this is we start this movie off with kind of some, uh, well, I mean, we'll call them what we'll call them. They're tree huggers. That's what these people are. They're tree huggers. All right. And that's okay. I like nature and stuff. But these are like, they're young college kids. So they think they're, you know, they know everything, and yeah. they don't—they don't understand the gravity of everything. They don't understand how the world works as well. So they do a very good job <laughs> of of making you want to punch every single one of them in the face. Yes, they do. So, and there's like a small part of you where you're like, ah, just you're gonna cringe so hard on these years later, man. Like just trying to be the that guy but anyways these guys they want to prove something they want to do something so we have our main character justine she ends up working her way into one of these groups in her college and they are literally going to the rainforest to tie themselves to trees to stop this big project from tearing down these indigenous lands okay so they go they go out and they do this. It's a very hectic scene. There's people drawing guns. Shit's pretty wild, right? But they think they save the day. They think they save the day. And they're like, all right, we did it, gang. Let's get out of here. They get on an airplane, a small airplane that crashes inside of, like, the the Amazon jungle, bro. And they get captured by this tribe of people, and they just start eating the shit out of these people one by one. They keep them caged up. It's oh, it's so. It, there's a lot of fun going on here, folks. It's everything you would imagine with tribal people eating people. Like it's freaky. Now, as I alluded to in the intro, Eli Roth was a big fan of Cannibal Holocaust. Like that's a huge movie <clears throat> in his life. He always talks about. Inside of Green Inferno, Green Inferno is like a found footage thing, kind of like a Blair Witch Project. And they find this footage, and that footage was called the Green Inferno. So that's where this movie gets its name. And that's how they, uh, you know, he just had a big love for this. I've seen Cannibal Holocaust. I've seen other movies. This sets it up, Babar, because it's it seems real. with uh, Like, it's more modern, I should say. And these folks... Oh, Justine's our final girl. I'm going to tell you that. All right. Justine's the final girl of the movie. This movie's been out for almost eight, what, eight years now. So you've had time to see it. But Justine's your final girl. But it's just funny because they kind of pick her to be like the, <laughs> I don't know what you would call her in their tribe, but it's like the May Queen. She's the princess of the group. And they thought she was, because they thought she was a virgin. I don't think she was. But they thought she was. Is that why she went around and sticking her weird rock nail up their vaginas uh -huh. to see if they were virgin mm -hmm. how can you tell there's is it super tight like there's a skin that has not separated oh and sometimes i guess it can happen on its own but that's an olden times is that the cherry yeah i mean yeah that's what they would refer to you know Okay. Yes. So. So her cherry has not been popped. So what happened was the weird rock nail from the Simpson lady. She does kind of look like a Simpson lady. That's she's what I'm briefing. referring to her as, is because she's like yellow. <laughs> she's the yellow one. She's the Simpson lady. I tell you who's I, that that 
fucking the the um, executioner guy is scary. Yeah, he is scary. That guy's All nightmare them. fuel. If you saw that guy in your backyard, you would freak out. You're going for weapons. I you're would. Not... Sh- I would shoot him. Yes, you're not even like calling authorities at that point. You're just shooting. That guy is scary. Um, something funny as we talked with Hostel. Hostel very much plays on the xenophobia, very much the I'm afraid to be in a new place, I'm afraid of other cultures, and and rightfully so. And like Hostel, as fun as that is, it's very American to be afraid of that because I imagine we could go to Prague, (laughs) I imagine we can go to Slovakia, and we'd probably have a great time and not wound up with a blowtorch to our face. But we've never been there, so in the back of our head we could be like, I don't know what the hell they do out there. The Amazon tribal people? Uh, yeah, for, I don't know, bro. I, this, could, this could happen to you. I, there's no telling who's out there, okay? And you got some shit like this. That's scary because there's not only the language barrier of, like, European English. It's like, or you know, some, like, Western European dialect versus Americans talking. You don't know what the hell their words are. You don't know anything, bro. Like, you don't know shit. You don't know what they think is offensive. You don't know what they like, what they do. Like, do I smile? Do I look down? You don't know what's offensive to these people. Like, you know, like over in like it, like China, like you don't stare people in the eyes because they think that's like disrespectful. Do they? Yeah. Oh, I, I been, think that's like Asian countries. They don't I like I would have been disrespecting people left and right then if I ever go to China. <laughs> right. You're, you're taught to look somebody in the eyes when you're talking to them. Hey, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> but like knowing that, you could learn certain cultural things. Like, you know, or like <laughs> there's certain things even like with animals. You're just like, all right, yeah, don't do that. Don't turn your back to a panther and run. Don't turn your back to a cat and run. It's not going to work for you. You're going to die. You might die in general, but face that sucker face to face. These people have no idea. And what's interesting, these are real tribal people. Like, uh, I don't know what their tribe is. I'm not going to uh, disrespect. I I can't even read what it is. (laughs) Okay, it's like, I I was like, okay, we're just going to mention that it's a tribe. Obviously, these people aren't cannibals in real life. But Eli Roth found his way. And he really went off set. This is like the deepest in the jungle anyone has ever went to shoot a movie. Like, they went so far in. The cast, all of them had like bug bites, spider bites. There was all kind of shit. They had to be like deparasited before they came back. There was a whole list of stuff. They was really there. But he said, you would have never been able to create that imagery anywhere else. And I think that speaks for itself because you definitely could tell this is somewhere. There's somewhere different, bro. Like, I don't know about you, but, like, I feel like in that situation, I'm the first dude they're going to kill. And that scares me. You know, I don't want that. Unless we have a fat dude with us. (sighs) Let's bet. Yeah, they just got the fat guy first. Yeah, they did. (sighs) That was funny. And, like, just the fact that they got the, 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 the big guy first, it made that scene funny. I think everyone said the same thing. Everyone's like, ha, look, they got the big guy first. They're going to eat him, you know? And that, like, makes everyone laugh enough because they literally pin this guy down. The crazy lady with, like, a giant hook finger digs his eyeballs out one by one, eats them, cuts off his tongue, eats it. Then they cut off his arm, one, each arm, each leg, and they just leave him there. And then they go to cook him. And everybody's dancing with his body parts. 
And I really like how they showed him like prepping the meat. Like it was a chill scene. It was like all the village ladies. They're like rubbing salt yeah, on and the they're leg. Like, <laughs> they're like acting like it's normal. Like they're protecting <laughs> like a family dinner or something. That's that was most creepiest part about it. Yeah, it was so chill. Like they, there's very very funny. But well, I think if it would have been like one of the other people, like one of the, like you know any other character that would have made that scene would have been very like oh my that's disturbing well it still is i mean it still is mm-hmm. i mean they literally like you said they gouge his eyes out while he's still alive gouge his tongue out and then hear him screaming flopping around with no tongue and no eyes like just getting his arms and legs just hacked away oh I, um i forget that guy's name who plays jonah but that guy works with Eli Roth a lot. He's like he worked with him on Knock Knock. He writes a lot of film. He's he's in the film industry. But he did it perfect. It's there's something about being a dude in a horror movie. If you're actually getting killed, you gotta scream. Yeah. And like that makes it funnier, bro. Like if like I've never heard you, but if you did, that says something. Like that makes me scared. That's a grown man screaming. Like oh my god. <laughs> like he's afraid. I'm afraid. So it adds kind of like a depth to the movies because not all male actors are willing to do that. They've got to be the tough guy, the hero at the end of the movie. Everybody wants to be. But if you're like, oh, Jason's about to throw me into this nail bed. Okay, all right. All right, I'll sell it. I'll sell it. That's what made the best wrestlers, the ones that could sell it, you know. And I, I think that in each Eli Roth movies, a lot of the males he picks do, do that. Um you had the real asshole guy, Alessandro, who set the whole thing up, and this guy turns out to be a real creep because eventually he exposes to them. Yeah, we didn't change. Like, when they're all locked up in this cage after some time, he, he tells all the other people, he says, yeah, we didn't really change anything. We just stopped it for a couple days. And actually, we were hi- I was hired by some, like, other company that was just trying to shut the company down that was going to do the work so that they could outbid them and they could get the work. And then he said, yeah, our plane was probably sabotaged by them because they wanted to kill us. And they're like, what? What, bro? You just said what? Hold on. Let's let's run that one back real quick. We're going to feed them you. All right? You're getting eaten first. And on top of that, dude's like beaten off later a couple days later. You remember that? He's just over there like beating off. He's like, <gasps> you got to relieve stress. And he's staring at a, the girl who just slurred her throat just sitting there dead. I'm pretty sure he's just staring at her trying to get it going. It's like, it's a release, release stress. Oh, yeah? Yelling? Anger? That relieves stress too. I'm just... And it's, <laughs> it's even funnier because like the other dude uh, one of the other guys go to choke Alejandro, <laughs> yeah, and he just starts beating off faster, <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> like just staring at him. Like, <laughs> I don't know about you, but if I'm ever choking a guy out and he starts beating it, I'm not choking him out anymore. Oh yeah, it's a good strategy. He's yeah. like, I keep going. That, look, if you ever want to get out of a fight, you can either fight naked, like take your pants off and get naked right there, or start whacking yourself and just walk towards the person. I don't think they're gonna want to fight you. I think that. I think, and I think there's an important factor that to that because if this went just straight horror, like if it went the hostile route for this, where there was like not as much humor, and because there's a little humor in hostile, but not to the level. If there was like a little meter gauge, and it's like here's horror, here's comedy. This whole movie it goes like back and forth between both, yeah, and it dances right there at that line, both of which are at its peak. They're very high. 
There's very funny moments, and there's very, like, oh, my God moments. Oh, man, the part where they shove the weed down uh, the dead girl, <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. dead girl's stomach because they're obviously going to eat her next because she slit her throat because she ended up eating another girl when she's like, I'm a vegan. And it's half the half the time you're rooting for these people to die. Like, okay, I hope that you die too because she you're shit just annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, but they stick her down with weed, and then they go and they cook her, and then they all just start getting high, and all of them, all the tribal people are just like laughing, having a good time. <laughs> Because they're all stoned. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it, first off, it's just a, a ridiculous premise to even think about, to say, like, all right, we're just going to shove weed in there. Maybe we'll get them high. But the fact that they actually did it and it went full send and everyone did get high and they were falling over, but the plan backfired a little bit. It backfired a little bit because they got the munchies. Yeah. And they ate that guy alive. Not good. It's not good. No, he's like, oh, no, they got the munchies. Did you recognize that kid? No. That guy that got eaten alive, he was in that movie Spot Kids, but he was also young Michael Myers. That was that kid he beat with a tree branch in the woods. That was oh, him. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. That's interesting things there. Wow. Sticking in the horror. Man, mm-hmm. you just know all kinds of things, don't you? Not as much as I should. But it was one of those things where I was like, where the fuck do I know that guy? Yeah. I know I know him from somewhere. That was where. That was where. So you have a little bit of ridiculous, a, a little bit of gore. You mix it all together. <clears throat> I really think the main star of this movie are the tri- is the tribe, is, is the people, because you're kind of rooting for them. You got these rainforest, or these... The whole thing is, everybody's a little bit right, right? They shouldn't be chopping down the land where they're living. If they're living there, fine. Just, you know, just let them live there. Don't go there. They're going to eat you. Just let them do their thing. Okay? That's fine. Okay? So there's a little bit of right in that. But you're you're rooting for the tribal people. I mean, you get the the tree huggers. I mean, it's such a dumb premise because anybody was, you know, look, look. I love that when people think they can help a group of people in a movie and the movie exploits it and they die doing it. But like in a funny way. It just sh- like, bro, yeah, go ahead. Go in the go in the rainforest. Go ahead. Save it up, bud. Go ahead. You go, you go make a difference. Go do it up, bud. Show me what you're going to do. You're going to get eaten. You're going to get eaten. All so right. I just think it's hilarious anytime. I want to make a difference, do you? Because you ain't going to make a difference. Yeah. It's like, you know how you're going to make a difference? Be a good person. Don't tell other people what to do. You know, yeah. if you feel and leave people alone and mind your own business, that's if, how you make a difference. If you have any premise that involves religion, science, or like just general beliefs, don't don't tell people. Just keep your own. Just do your own. Don't stand on some smug moral high ground because you feel a type of way. Who cares? That's your business. Feel that way in your own. Don't be going in the rainforest because you're gonna get eaten up. Dude, I wouldn't go in the rainforest in general for nah, any reason. Jaguars and fucking snakes nope. and nah, nope, nah, nah, I'm nah. Never, nope, never going there. I need weapons. Like, I mean, I would have been like them one bros with their, you know, chopping. I'd feel a little bit more. No, nah, I still wouldn't feel comfortable because there are bugs that you can't shoot. That's true, but I'm I'm not going out there in flip flops and shorts. Like, no, I'm definitely I'm not going, no. I'm not going anywhere near that. I don't. I want to fly over there. I don't want to do anything. Nope. Nope. Never going in that area ever. It's a beautiful place. It looks beautiful. Looks gorgeous. Great. 
but there's some shit in there. Uh-huh. Beauty on the outside, ugly as shit on the inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do not want to go in there. And do you think that the tribe people, like, were you rooting for the tribal people? I kind of was. I Like, if everybody would have died in this movie, I wouldn't have gave a shit. There's 50-50. Yeah. It's 50-50 for me. Well, like, half the smug people or the group, I wanted them all to die because they were annoying and stupid. Mm-hmm. And, like, you get what you deserve for being assholes and my, not mind your own business. Uh, rooting for the tribe sometime because, you know, like, kill them. Hey, these people are trying to steal your home. I get it. You know I mean? I'm rooting for you, too. I also see the other side of it, like uh, y'all are eating people, so mm-hmm. that's not that's not all right. So if guys come in guns and shoot you, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm going out with way more I'm not of a fight. Be so bad about it. I'm going out with more of a fight in the sense that, like, even if like you're like uh, you know you're gonna get it regardless, you're like I want to be killed with like an arrow to the head. Oh yeah. Like, I'm fighting. Like, yes. Fi- like, we're not, like, you're not going to just sit here and, you're like, carve me up. Yeah, like you're a not fucking... just going to get me out the cage and start cooking me and sauteing me and tenderizing me. No. Like, no. Um, I will take. We're fighting to the I'm death. I'm going after the Simpson lady or the fucking executioner first just to make a statement. Or I'll kill one of your kids. He's got, like, a big, like, hip I'll grab gun. one of them kids. I thought about, like, when them little kids come over the cage, like, snatching one of them, like, holding it hostage, like, getting ready to snap a snack, see if they recognize the intensity of the situation. Yeah, like, rip his fucking ear off, like, and then, you know. But they'd probably just, to you know, shoot their little arrows and tranquilize me, and that wouldn't work. I thought about that. Yeah, I know. They got all kind. They've got all kinds of potions and powders and and, and poisons. Yeah. So that that's that's another element of fear because you're like, what the hell are you hitting me with, man? I'm allergic to stuff, dog. Don't be hitting me with some crazy shit now. I'm not gonna make it. I'm not going to make it. I think Justine's character is kind of cool. To, well, a chick's super hot. Uh, whatever her fucking name. She dated Eli Roth for a long time. Lorena, Lorenza. Lorenza. Yeah, no, Lorenza, Lorenza Izzo. Yeah, Lorenza she, Izzo. She is gorgeous. Yeah, she's pretty good. She's pretty cute. Yeah, man. But she, fucking Eli Roth. He was with her So was her roommate, time. too. Her roommate's kind of like the mm-hmm. snobby kind of hot. Like, mm-hmm. She looks like she does dirty things. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. She might have got high on, on air duster at one point in her life. You know, she And her face just stuff. stayed like that. Yeah. Yeah. She, you know, just like she's just partying a lot. She did weird shit, you know. Yeah. A lot of cats. I like when they're out to eat and her, like, boyfriend's there or whatever, and he's just eating pizza, like, not giving a shit about it. <laughs> just, yeah. He's <laughs> eating pizza. No big deal. Yeah. That cracked me up there a little bit. So, Ozark, Mark. Yeah. Do you think, do you think, I mean, out of like, if you had to compare Hostel and Green Inferno, what situation do you think would terrify you more? Being trapped in like that fear, like over there or in the Amazon kind of thing? Hostel. Hostel would get you? Yeah, because I feel like I, that's, that's the more likely situation of something I would be in. I would, okay. I would most likely be in Europe if, versus the jungle that's a good point though because you're the like rainforest <laughs> like this movie doesn't terrify me at all really because i know i'm never going there like i am never going to a jungle i am there's no destination that i want to go to in life that will cause me to go over a jungle i am not going anywhere near a goddamn jungle 
Okay, that's what National Geographic's for. Okay, <laughs> so you pay, so Don't you you watch all these other assholes <laughs> take their cameras in, and they film everything. They get all the good shots. They film all the animals. You can look at any tribes you want and see it. You don't have to see that in person. Hostel, you know, I could, I, I'm probably never going to go to Europe, but I have no idea what's going to happen in my life. But I'm sure at Look, we'll That's go. a most likely situation. We'll come to Europe if you guys are out there and want to talk scary movies. We'll book a venue. We'll yeah. come out there. I'm just not going to any of the jungle. So if you're in a jungle, <laughs> we ain't going there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather go to a desert than a goddamn jungle. That's a good point, I'd man. I'd rather go anywhere but the jungle. <laughs> I will go anywhere but the jungle. It makes Vietnam and uh, a lot scarier when you think about it. Yes. Like, you're like, What? <laughs> Y'all were taking acid out there, bro. Would y'all? And people were shooting at you, and they're a panther. No wonder you ain't right, man. Like, I, fuck. Just thinking about it, I ain't right. Like, you know. It always reminds. That's for some reason that Family Guy little skit always pops into my head when Peter he dresses up like a clown in, there in <laughs> Vietnam. He's, he's walking by soldiers. He's like, see, you guys are stupid. They're gonna be looking for army guys. <laughs> 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 and they fucked up too because they fucking wore the same thing as the workers that they thought their enemy was. Like the you're an worst idiot. thing to that try is to the escape worst. in. Why would you? Highlighter idiots. yellow. The same thing that the people are that's destroying their home are wearing. You can wear anything else, and you might have had a better shot. But no, you decide to fucking wear that. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm, yeah, so I'm stripping naked up. and I'm oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm trying my best. <laughs> we just get shot immediately. So, oh yeah, we would get shot, but it was worth to try. Ow! Fuck! Stop! If you what <laughs> now, after the seeing this movie, Christian Ramey, if you were in that cage, mm-hmm. what would your plan would you and if you knew like uh Alejandro, Alejandro, whatever his fucking name is, mm-hmm. knew that the bulldozers are coming within three days. So you know that. Are you still going to try to escape, or are you going to try and be calm and wait it out, and hopefully they eat the other people that you're in there with? Now, if you choose that, if you choose to escape, what would your plan of escape be? Mm, well, here's the thing. That water is scary. No, I imagine there's all kind. Of, you might have a fucking hippo in that water. I don't know what's in those waters, but I don't know what the hell is in that water. I don't know anything about what's in Amazon waters, okay? There could be a fucking chupacabra in that water. That I think there's swim. parasites that swim up your pee. What is that? In, oh, in yeah, there? probably, bro. That's why they say don't pee in there because, like, there's parasites that'll swim up your pee and get into your pee hole, and then, like, your dick will fall off, basically. But that is some rapid water. So, like, if you could manage to get on any vessel of a boat. Now, that lady was dumb because she laid in the water, bro. Like, if I've got that much distance from y'all, I'm using the boat as a shield as I'm running. And then I'm, like, kind of like, you know, like how, like, uh, people, like, run before they skateboard and then they take off. Like, I would do that. And then, then I would lay in the boat because the second you hit that water, bro, you're gone. Yeah. You're gone. Like, unless they're racing, and like they better have another boat. I mean, I'm sure they do, but, like... They have tons of other boats. Sure, but, yeah, that's a good shot right there. Now, you, you know, you're that's a crazy little area of water to go down. 
I mean, as soon as Justine got sucked down, I mean, she almost died. I mean, for real. <laughs> I know, that pissed me off. <laughs> you guys were almost there, and then she just dumps in and just disappears and it's floating all the way downstream screaming. I'm like, y'all had it. Like, you got away. Yeah. You almost had it. But honestly, I think um, now, now I'd be outnumbered. We'd be outnumbered. But we do have strength in some people here. So I would honestly look for weapons. I would think of plans. I would definitely be watching them at all times, seeing what these people do. Because they're smart. They know the land. But, like, we know battle strategies. We know, like, all kind of shit. So, like, we have, like, I imagine in my brain, I would try to be thinking of a way to attack. You're going to have to bum rush. I think your hostage idea was a great idea. I don't know if they'd give a shit about the kids, but you got to grab one of them. Grab that yellow lady. Grab that yellow lady and take her out. And you're not going to get to her, though. She yeah. never came near the cage at all. That's true. And the problem is, they're also the problem is, you got dudes above you with the darts at all times. But that was good, though. That was I don't know if it would actually work, but they did do a good job of distracting them. They they had one of their phones and they turned the ringer on and they threw it, so you know that noise that do, 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 a phone ringing is gonna intrigue some tribal people because they're not like they don't even know what the fuck that is. So yeah, I would just try to distract them and just fucking bolt. I think I'd be I I would have probably been one of the first to die though because I would have been probably so aggressive from the get go. Like yeah. I, like I would have been fright or flight immediately and like I think they just would have got me then. Like, because I'm not, like, I would have read the room. This is, like, I'm thinking of shit like this. If, like, you're coming out, like, and everybody's touching you, get the fuck off me! Like, it's, and then eventually you're probably going to get taken out. Oh, you'll get taken out immediately. Yeah, and and that's the route you want to go. If I'm going, I would, if it's happening anyways, let's just do it. Yeah. Let's just do it. If I got in a cage, I would try to everybody convince to just bum rush one side. And that would break the cage completely. And then just all run. And then whoever makes it, makes it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the most realistic thing that you can do. Like, a couple, none of y'all might make it. One of y'all might make it. I don't know. But we're all in this together now. That We're all saying, fuck this. And we're going to bum rush that damn cage at night and get the fuck out of there. Now, let's be fair, too. There are people who go get their teeth worked on and get punned under anesthesia. And they come back saying crazy shit. I know a lot of people that have taken drugs. So, like, I feel like if I was in this situation, how well would – how strong is this poison? Because, I'm, like – I'm, you... I'm sure it's pretty strong, dude. Well, it's strong for some. But I'm saying I feel like maybe some of our buddies might have a couple extra steps than the rest, you know? Because it takes three beers. Sometimes somebody's out of the game. Sometimes one hit of a joint, people are fucking they're, – they're intolerable. But I think I can, you know, think I can pack something on. And then, you know, maybe. You got to put the one who's got the highest drug tolerance in the back of the line. And the people with the weakest tolerance in the front. So they can't get hit with the with the poison. But we'll eat it up. We'll be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to work, man. All in all, I don't think I was, if I didn't, if I realized I wasn't getting away, it wasn't possible. I would just try and take out their leader with a big old fuck you before I go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they might all be like, 
Ooh, like they might all stop. You might become their leader. You might be the leader of the tribe people. Oh, shit, like C-3PO in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Oh, oh man. fuck. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, yeah, oh, yeah. That's a way to do it. That's a way to do it. I think we could entertain them. Oh. Yeah, you could. That's what she did with her little flute, you know? She I, I mean, all I'll do is a little fucking flute, bro. I'll do the helicopter with my ween. We'll do dances like <laughs> I-O. <laughs> I think people would like it. They might. Well, it's our shot. We might just do this podcast for them. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. You got to spice it up in the cage, because at that point, I'd be a caged animal. I, there'd be sometimes I'd be yelling, sometimes I'd be twerking, sometimes I, you, you don't know. No, they, yeah, you might be. That's true. You that's might. True. What if they all laughed? What if they really liked you? They what, 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 you just got to get to their heart. That's what you did with that little boy, and all yeah. it took was a flute. Shit. You got to prove to them that you're people. Yeah. We'll do Broadway plays in there, Shakespeare. That's a good point. I need to need I need to know some more things about this movie here though. Whoa. Welcome to the What Do You Know here. This is the segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie. Now, if this is your first time here, where the hell have you been? So this is how it's going to go. We're going to tell you what we know. And if you know what we know, you're going to have a we know gayism again. It's not going to be as good, though, if you don't know what we know and then you're about to find out what we know. And then you're going to have an intense we know gayism, okay? Now, (laughs) very intense here. So... I'm going to tell you something about this movie that you may or may not know. Check this out. Yo. So, the tribe. That was, again, that was a real tribe that they had played the tribe. Okay. Correct? So, this tribe, they had no idea what a TV or a movie was. So, Eli Roth was like, you know, he grabbed some generators, some extension cords. He brought up a TV for these people to watch. Okay? And he played a movie for them you know what movie that was oliver and company no think about it very hard here do you know what movie he should have showed the tribal people he showed them a scary movie he showed them cannibal holocaust that movie was (laughs) and the tribal people found it hilarious which is smart because you know you're about to play some cannibals so you know i mean watch a cannibal movie and they loved it they ate it up literally they ate it up they thought it was hilarious don't you? That's crazy. Like that's that, insane stuff here. You showed someone a TV for the first time. Like that's that's ground. That now is that's, pretty now intense. That's doing you know how powerful? You know how powerful I would feel if I showed somebody a TV for the first time? They would think I am a god. More powerful than if I saved the rainforest. Exactly. That's for sure. That's uh, damn sure. They should have just brought them TVs. They would have been fine. Well, you know what I know about this. What do you know here? Look, we all got. You know, I don't, how do you say thank you? You know, somebody does something nice Gracias. for you. Everybody's got a different way to thank you. Hey, De nada. hey, hey you, you were real good to us this year. So on the holidays, we send you cookies or something to that nature. People got all different kinds of way to make people feel special. Sure. What do you try, people? I buy them a beer. That's that sounds normal. That sounds normal. That's not the route these tribal people took. These tribal people were so thankful to Eli Roth for letting him, you know, for you know, being in his movie. They said this is so cool. Thank you so much. Here, take this two-year-old child. They were going to give Eli Roth a two-year-old child as a gift 
for, you know, letting them, you know, showing, because I'm sure he hooked them up with some cool stuff, you know, maybe a joint, maybe a TV. That's a that's a horrible gift. A child? Don't ever give me a child ever. A two-year-old at that? Who gives a two-year-old child to somebody well, as a gift? That sounds like a horrible gift. Can you? I just wanted to see Eli Ross' face when he sees like. How do you say wanna, no to that too? Like you, you want what? You what? You oh. want, no, I don't want your child. No. Key, you keep the kid. You keep the kid. <laughs> Look here, kid. Look here. No, you, you can't come here. With me. No, no. I'm not. Who the I'm fuck not give somebody a kid? That's insane. Yeah, so that's a well, wild Well, they fact. probably don't have much. You know what you should do Give next time? Give me a spear time? or something. Next time you're watching the old uh, movie there, yeah. do your best to look at all the two-year-olds and try to think of which one it was. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, we almost had you a new life. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's an interesting fact. Do you know anything else about this movie here? I think that's it. Well, that's great. Look, everybody's, th everybody's thinking it. Do these people wipe their asses? I have an even better question that everybody's thinking of. Hmm. That is a good question. I'm pretty sure they use leaves, okay? They're not animals. How do you know, though? They use... <laughs> you don't know. Maybe they've discovered a method where they could. They don't even need it. I, I, there is no method to that madness. Oh, I, There's I would no not weed think... To, they probably wash their ass in the river or something. Yeah. In that waterfall there. Or something. There's a pond. Anyways... Are these people's, because they all look kind of red, like, are they all just permanently sunburned, or is that No, they them, paint. Them paint. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah, they paint. Okay. I Why, I don't know, but that's just a part of their thing. Hey, they paint each other, whatever. Like, it's so funny, because especially, I like, <laughs> when when things are so not a part of my culture, if I don't know about something... I like saying I don't. I have no fucking idea because there'd be somebody that would try to give you some like high flute. Actually, the red represents fertility and fer no. Look, I don't know what the fuck these people are doing, but I know I respect them enough to leave them alone and let them do their thing. I don't want no problems with y'all. We gotta go. Yeah. All right, mm -hmm. I'm not showing up in a highlighter yellow vest saying I'm cutting down your tree. Yeah, that's that's the stupidest thing you could do. That's the dumbest thing you could do. That literally their number one enemy, their only human beings they encounter that they hate, you're dressed like. Yeah. <laughs> Dumbasses. Not a good strategy. I'm sorry. Not a good no, strategy. No, not a good strategy at all. What's your favorite part of this movie, Christian Ramey, if you have one? Um, you know, I don't know why. Plane crash scenes are always really intense to me. I thought that was done very well. You don't get... There's not a million different plane crash scenes in movies, but there are a decent amount of them, so to speak, and they're all done in different ways. You remember, like, Fight Club? That's more CGI, like it's in the air, the plane's ripping apart. You get Cast Away. Cast Away was done really well. Air Force One, done horribly. Uh, so th there's all different kinds of crash scenes. I thought this was really realistic for a small plane going down in the jungle. I believe that. Like, I believe that. People were flying out. There was like, I believe that. The Dudes caught branches to the fucking face and dismembered them. Dude, that co-pilot, yeah, he got wrecked. <laughs> like, he got bad, bro. Like, that one was like a, oh. Yeah, it was bad. I like I like that about Eli Roth where his kills, even though they're like brutal, they're done so cinematically where it like it takes the sting off a bit. That man could show me crazy shit and it it would take the sting off. You're like, yeah, here's this guy getting his head cut off. And you're like, oh, 
Like, I'm not supposed to laugh at that. And there are directors who can film that and make me be like, oh, oh my God, oh my God. There, I just managed to laugh throughout his movies. He does a great job at there's just a small tongue-in-cheek throughout all of his movies, just like, <laughs> there's a small part of you that's chuckling, you know. Cabin Fever especially, but Hostel, Green Inferno, I guarantee for it being such an intense, like, in-your-face film that you probably will never forget, you're going to laugh. And I, there's something to be said about that. You don't have to add that in. And for me, it makes it feel like a better viewing experience because it's not just like a dark noir thing. Like, you're not just ending the movie like, well, that sucks. Like a Requiem for a Dream kind of feeling where you're just like, well, damn. <laughs> you know? Well, that sucked. He always, even though his movies are brutal, I always manage to turn them off. And I, it's like a funny movie. It feels good to me. I'm like, man, that was, that was a good one. I, I really... I don't understand, and I and I don't understand the hate that he gets. But Ozark, Mark, what's your favorite part of this? Mine's almost similar to yours, but it's uh, the part where I forget the kid's name. But it's after the plane crash and the propeller's still spinning, <laughs> and he's looking for somebody. He goes, "Where's Sarah?" or whatever, and he just gets the propeller he just walks straight into the propeller and just dies instantly he just you smacks him the you plane survived the plane crash and you walk right into a propeller spinning stupid <laughs> 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 that was funny oh I lost it I rewound it and watched it a couple times just to see if I could not laugh I laugh in it every time <laughs> it, yeah man there's I, I think I told you guys before, but I'm serious, man. I, I literally, I took two people to this movie, and um, it was a guy and a girl that I was friends with, and honestly, we were just kind of like smoking buddies, and they says, you know, hey, what are you doing tonight? And I says, I'm going to see this movie, because something about Christian Ramey folks may, might not know about, I watch movies alone. I don't care. If there's a new horror movie coming out, and I want to see it, I'm going to go see it, because I'm not going to be dependent on other people for that. And... Who the fuck is, if you got somebody that's going to come see a scary movie with you on a Thursday night at 9 o'clock, you got a good friend. <laughs> you got a good friend. Because, so I'll go see these things, but I managed to have two friends go see this with me, and they had no idea. No trailer, had no idea what it was about. I just said it was a scary movie. And, like, this whole movie plays out while they're watching it, and I'm just like, ah. <laughs> you know, I'm watching it for the first time too, but I'm kind of built for that speed. Yeah. These, it was funny because the my buddy, uh, his name's Andrew. He was like trying to watch it like seriously. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like logged in, like trying to. Oh my, this, you know, like. And the girl I was with, like, okay, all right, all right. It made the viewing experience so much better. So oh, this yeah. movie regardless of like where it rates in our rating system, we'll always have a close place in my heart because it just fucked two of my friends up real bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, like, you rarely get a cool experience like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's sometimes that's better, that's better than the movie itself, man. <laughs> yeah, very rarely can you talk somebody into doing something very random that you want to do, and they did, and that's probably the last time they'll ever want to see a movie. <laughs> you know what, man? No, I'm probably good tonight. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mentioned the world famous rating system, uh, Christian Ramey. Let's see uh, where this movie ranks at here in our Sloppy Horror Podcast rating system. It's time. Sloppy Horror rating 
Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here to rate this movie in a series of four categories. But before we do that, keep in mind that we are rating this based on what makes a horror movie a horror movie, not a movie in general. This is a system developed by Christian Ramey and like 5% me. And it's great. It's fair. It puts a good score on this horror movie. Now we're going to do this in a series of four categories. Three of the categories are worth three points. Last category is worth one point, half a point each for a total of... Ten points altogether. That is correct. Then let's get into the first category here on the Sobby Horror Podcast rating, and that is casting. That was fire. You just got me pumped up. Yes. You got me all pumped up. That was good. That's what I do. You fucking I'm a great. I'm, that, I'm a great pipe man. Yeah, yeah, dude. You are, bro. Thank you. <laughs> you ever... If it, Real quick, if you've never seen the Key and Peele skit Hype Man, do yourself a favor and watch that. He doesn't even say anything. He's just like, ah! <laughs> bro, it's so funny. <laughs> I don't like that guy's scary movies, but I really think he's funny. Anyways, so let's get into let, let, let's get into casting here. Now, I literally have thought zero about this going in. Sometimes I will because it's like, ah, how am I going to go about this? I've thought zero about this because I wanted to do this truly, genuinely. Um... You know, not everything is going to be this strong, but I really think casting is going to be a three out of three because you managed to go into a jungle and get fucking a hundred tribal people to participate on camera. And then the great part about his films is he knows the secret not to put A-plus list actors. He puts really good up-and-coming actors. Like, they're good actors. They're not cheesy actors. They know what they're doing, but they're not... A-plus actors. But you take, what, 15, 20 of those, like, normal people, and then you have all these tribal... I don't want to say normal. That tribal people aren't normal. But people that you can encounter with, tell them what to do. But you went into the jungle and found 100 tribal people and, like, got them to do this? Like, that, they are the reason why this is so strong. The tribal people. Like, these people have ne- They didn't know what movies were. No, yeah, I mean, le- they, legit, 100%. I mean, not all the tribal people pretty much make it a two and a half mm-hmm. just by itself. For but sure. Then you got the other half, like, yeah, they're not A-plus actors, but you, they are believable. They are believable, snotty, uh, want to change the world, college kids. Like, those people exist, and they did a good job of portraying them. Absolutely. You know, there's I like, real fear in these people's eyes, too. So Eli Roth is a part of that score for casting, too. Just the, like, I don't know how you would do that. That's such a challenge. Like, yeah. I mean, seriously. Mm. Yeah, 100%. There. We all have movies and ideas and shit that we want to make, but to actually go that far and send it, brother, fuck yeah. Three out of three. Okay, so that's three out of ten here so far on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's go into the second category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is Kills. So kills, I feel right down the middle here because even though it's a it's a cannibal movie and there are some like really the parts that are gory are gory, but at this point in 2022, I feel like if you're a fan of horror movies and you're going to adventure to put Green Inferno on, you've at least dabbled and maybe some spooky shit or some gory stuff. So. I really feel like this is a one and a half. Now I wanted to counsel I, I want to counsel this with you, but like I really feel like this is right in the middle. It gives you enough horror, uh, enough kills for it to be a horror movie. But I wouldn't say because what you got the big guy, he got it bad. But I don't feel like everybody got it as bad as the big guy. No, the big uh, the, the big guy got it the worst. 
obviously, and that's like the climax part of the gore of it was that. Everything after that does not seem that intense. But we do have we have variety here. We got multiple people getting dying in the car in the plane crash. That's um, true. People are getting shot left and right in the war between the gun people and the tribal people. Fuck, I wasn't even including so that. Those so those people those people all get marked. You have some we have a suicide in a cage. We have somebody getting uh eaten alive alive, basically, just torn to shreds alive. We have another guy getting eaten by ants. That's intense. And then and then uh, you know, we'll eventually get his throat slit too, so Basically, all of them die, so there's a good amount of kills. There's a good variety of them. Um, so would, I would say bump it up from one and a half to maybe a two. Okay, I feel strong with two. Two is Maybe cool. a two, because, I mean, there's nothing like... They're all practical kills. Like, those pra- all of those kills will happen. Like, you could easily get eaten by ants... You're in a tribal of cannibals. You will get chopped to pieces and eaten. I can see someone trying to kill themselves and i could see people getting marked by branches and dying in a plane crash like they're all practical mm-hmm. i think for three you'd have to get over the realm of creativity but yes. everything is practical and there's a good number of them in it so that, could, that justifies it too i like that too thank you for working through for, with that with me because honestly you know you put it out there but <clears throat> i think sometimes i've become numb to certain pictures. So I like that, That especially with your first time seeing it. So I like that, too. So we're going to rank that as two. Okay, so that's five out of ten here so far on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the final three-point category in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is fear. So fear. I feel like you're right, though, because I'm never going to be in the jungle. I'm feeling a two for this as well, because it is scary as fuck. Like, if you're in this situation, nightmare fuel. Like, yeah, because it's helpless. Like, there's really no way out. Guys are getting it. Girls are getting it. It's not a flesh and blood killer in the sense of, like, someone in a mask. You could run to the police station and try to get free if you could just make it to your car and drive away. Oh, there's none of that here. But, like, this is not even civilization. Like, even if you make it, where are you going? Where are you going? Like, that's freaky. That's freaky. But in me, I'm like feeling a two or a two and a half on this because it's fucking terrifying. I, I, I might say one and a half. You would go one and a half. I would go one and a half. Now, hear me out, though, because I feel like this half of this movie is based on fear and half of this movie is shock value. True. There's some shock. Like, you're numb to it, okay? I'm sure I am, too. But this is a very shocking shock value type of movie here. And, you know, what? but there's one and a half on fear because, like, this is a very scary situation. This is a very scary place. This is a very scary people. But, again, like, you're never going there. I can justify the fact that most of you will never go there. You're not going to lose sleep at night. That's true. Worrying about a jungle or nothing. Like, no. I love this. I, Ozark, I love the way that you're so pitching it. I'm so going, I like that. It's one all, and a half. It's all shock value. Most of it's just, oh, God. Like, oh, shit. Like, the play, everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, but there's okay. some fear. Like, you feel stress at some points, but I feel half stress, half, oh, shit. I, I agree. with. It's a very rare chance that, A, I'm going to be in a plane crash, and that, B, if it is happening, then I'm going down and I'm going to survive in the Amazon forest. 
like that in the Amazon jungle. I, I doubt uh, many of these. Like I wouldn't even be in a plane above there. Exactly. So you are very correct. Let's stick with that. Let's run with that. One and a half. I All like right. that, man. Okay, so that's six and a half so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the last one-point category for half a point each here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is rewatchability. Christian Ramey, please go. Now, The Green Inferno is not a film that I am going to watch continually month after month, but I do like to pop this son of a bitch on from time to time, but I don't know if that's because, like I said, it has a close place to my heart, and I, I, I like to go into the theaters, things of that nature, but I will definitely rewatch The Green Inferno before I die. Okay. Unless I die t- tonight. <laughs> that's good. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to have to say, uh, no. Now, when I say no, I tried to steer away from my opinion on these ratings as much as I can. I try to think about the general all over people who are ever going to watch this movie. Um, what I probably, I, there, I can guarantee you there's probably going to be some point in my life where I'm going to watch this movie again or be in a situation to watch this movie again. But this movie is perfect for me to, like you said, show it to somebody who has no idea what's about to happen and watch their reactions to it. So one, yeah, you could one and done it. Yeah, it but this is definitely <laughs> this is definitely one and done. I think for most people, um, you're not going to forget a movie like this, but you don't need to like, you know. I don't think my friends watched it again. No, <laughs> I don't think I don't think a lot. I think more. I think about fifty percent of the people who have watched this movie never need to watch it again. It might be more than that. But I'm not docking a movie. It's a great. No, no, I, I, I. Pre- that's a well what this done, is all about. It was a well done movie. Like very well done. Very great premise. Everything that went into it, fantastic movie. Um, but if I'm if I'm thinking of general people, it I, did the job so well. Yeah, that like, you like it you does got sticks it. with you. Once you if you watch this movie, you're not going to forget this movie. If you're ever stuck in the jungle somehow, you're going to be like, God damn it, Green Inferno. Like, yeah, it's going to pop in your brain. Anytime, dude, anytime you're on the trail in the park and you're just <laughs> you're thinking of the Green Inferno, you know. So, uh, but I'm I'm going to have to say uh, no for me. So what what do we got here? We got a two for or, or two for. We have a three for casting, a one and a half, no two on, three for casting, two on kills, one and a half for fear, mm-hmm. and point five for rewatchability. So seven on the game. So that is seven, seven points altogether. Seven out of seven ten. points altogether for the Green Inferno. I feel that's a very fair rating. Yes, I think so too. And as it always is here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Yeah, and you made a very good point because we really, the the whole structure of this is to keep personal opinions aside. If you're going to watch Siskel and Ebert, which are not now, they're dead. But, you know, when they trash a movie, it's because they don't like it. And there are many horror films I don't like. But if I were to put them down, and you, you guys know I'm not really a fan much of A24 pictures, things of that, which I'm very happy they make scary movies and they're keeping the industry alive. I'm happy for that. Just not huge into their movies. But if I were to rate one, I would try to be as fair as I can, and that's why the system's in place to at least, like, okay, well, did it have good casting at least? Did it have good some kills? Did it have some fear? Okay, all right. You know, because it's not just me saying, like, I don't like it. Well, no, that's the hardest thing to do. Okay, so we're trying to be as fair as we can where we're rating a movie because guess what? A movie, there is no best movie of all time. Mm -hmm. Because you can say this is the best movie of all time. Somebody's going to disagree. Multiple people are going to disagree. These are opinion-based items that we are trying to rate here. So we're trying to go um, to the books as we can and try to be fair about them. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Folks, if you've never seen The Green Inferno, it is worth the watch for the one time. Now, whether you're going to be a returning watcher or not, I don't know. I don't know, but that's part of the fun and the challenge of it, trying to see maybe, you, maybe you're like Ozark. You're like, hey, I don't need to see this again. Maybe you're weird. Maybe you're going to watch it again. But regardless, it needs to be done once. There are many jungle movies. How many jungle movies that you got that are creepy? Very few. Not many. It's all action-based, really. Anytime yeah. you see the jungle, you imagine a one guy, like an Arnold Schwarzenegger or a Rambo or something. That's what you think of. You think of the jungle. Yeah, or like a war movie. There's very rarely scary kind of shit. And this is scary. Like, it, it really is. It's a scary movie, man. Like, there's there's a lot of movies these days, or even throughout all time, that just kind of play along the lines. Like, what's well, a, it's a thriller. It's a psychological thriller. Not this song, bitch. This is a, this is a horror movie. And I, I, I feel good about that. I really like that score, man. I think that's very fair. But there's only one left for Rob Zombie. He's coming back next week. Oh, he is. You guys are going to have a fun time trying to guess what it is, unless you're a Patreon member, and then you can see because we let you know. Yes, and it's always fun to brush up on the movie before the episode starts. Now, if you've never seen The Green Inferno, it's on Netflix right now if you're a Netflix member. Sex flicks. Yeah. It is. That that's always nice too. And once we and, and also like we said last episode and Patreon, we noticed that we're not we're not doing the parental guidance this this season because Rob Zombie and Eli Roth don't necessarily make horror movies for people under sixteen. So like sixteen is the answer for all of these. Yes. Sixteen years old, Green Inferno, you can watch it. You can watch it. It's going to probably be like, ah, I don't know, 16-year-old's probably right in their alley. That's probably, right in their man, wheelhouse. I'm telling you, it's like it's shock value, man. I'm telling you, this is mainly what this movie is. Like, how many times have you been on the internet watching car crashes? You go down that rabbit hole of watching people get fucked up on YouTube, on the internet, all that shit. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's, there's a thirst for that uh, kind of shock value, and this movie provides it. It does. And I don't think anybody outshines anybody as far as the regular actors. I like that a lot because they're all in the same situation. Because sometimes movies will make you like, even though Justine was the final character, sometimes movies will make you know that she's going to live. And you're like, there's moments where it's like, man, all you sons of bitches might die. Like, y'all are going to get eaten. Like, this don't look good. I like how when she was escaping and she just ripped that bone off of that lady's nose and she goes, Wah! <laughs> 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 Wah! Would, you, would you kick her or something? <laughs> she went down like, <laughs> That's the only nose noise I think you can make when your nose gets ripped off. Your nose piercing? Yeah, that's weird shit. Man. Ouch. Yeah, great. I mean, I don't know how much was costume design and how much was just how already how these tribal people are. I don't I don't know. I don't know either. That's a good that's a good question. I'm letting you know this right now. Once we start making horror movies, not never once am I going into the jungle and no. searching for people, but god damn it, am I happy that Eli Roth did cuz yes. I, I do enjoy this picture, man. I really do. That's what makes it that's what makes it good. That's what makes it good for the one watch. You know what? That's why you got to see it, man. You know what gives me a problem though? My brain, it's a it's a seasonal person, right? <clears throat> I throw horror movies into a season. We talk about this all the time. I'm gonna watch Jaws in the summer. I'm gonna watch Shining in the winter. Um, it's just the way my brain works. I got different movies I like to watch. I mean, I'm not the only one. People watch Christmas movies. Well, I'm that way with scary shit all year long. Um, I don't know where to put Green Inferno. Probably summer. 
I mean, it feels like that, but it's like, I mean, I probably am now. I, you know, I'm probably going to do it now just for, for the show's or the, sake. Or maybe the spring, spring, summer. Yeah, it's, it, it just kind of, it's a, it's, it's very unique because there's no environment like that near me. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that with my eye. I've traveled. I've been out of the country. I've never seen anything like that in my life. That's a hard split. That, that's where I would put it, just because of the, the sun and the, the green trees and the river. <laughs> your dad would be okay. I'm ta- da- your dad is the, the, the outdoorsman. He would manage to friend these people. He'd become a hunter. He'd live with them. <laughs> like, I feel like there's, like, a random some people that would live through the situation. Like, they wouldn't mess with them. No, I just get blue paint. I'm the blue guy now. Yeah. Yeah, the, the highlighter yellow, I, I just want to see the situation play out if you're not in the enemy's clothing. Like, if you showed up in loincloths and shit and you were painted red, like, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah, like, are they going to eat you still? Like, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, you can figure it out. Well, go try that and stick around because next week we're coming back with the final movie in the Splat Pack Battle. And this is going to be from Rob Zombie. So stick around. And then after that, we're going to crown a winner. And don't forget to look out for the voting so you guys can pick the fan award. Yeah, I'm putting – hey, I'm rec- we're recording, and tonight is a Thursday. I'm actually doing that tonight. So by the time that this is up, you guys will see the vote. It will be on literally every social platform we have. So if you're a Twitter, an Instagram, a Facebook, Instagram, I don't care where the fuck you're at, go to all of them. Put your vote in. Because it's going to matter in the end because we're going to crown a popular winner and we're going to crown, you know, the, the points winner. And I think that's fair because will, it's not just about us. Will we have a split us. decision or will it be an uncontested contest? We don't know. But stick around. That's happening next week here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast. And we're out this ma. Go.